I'm Lily, and Ellie is not here to finish out our typical little intro, but this is the Life Actually podcast, guys. Welcome back. It is so crazy today. I'm sitting down with you guys, giving you a solo episode because Ellie is about to pop out her baby. Like she could literally go into labor any day. And it's funny because I guess she was going to go into labor on Halloween and she didn't. Um, So it's obviously past then when this goes out, she will have had her baby. Hopefully, Uh, I'm just kidding. She definitely will. Um, But yeah, I am sitting down with you guys, giving you a solo episode today. I walked here to this little studio I'm recording in from class. I got my Starbucks latte because it's like the beginning of November and they just changed to the winter flavor. So like they have the peppermint and the chestnut praline and oh my god all of the good flavors like the best ones and I got this is my healthy little Christmas flavor like Starbucks order, a little holiday order because I always give these to you guys. It is a grande oat milk latte. Sometimes I get it hot, sometimes I get it iced today. It's hot Um, with one pump of peppermint and oat milk and guys, it is amazing and it's just the perfect little dash of like Christmas spirit and like sweetness because I hate sweet coffee. Like I literally hate it. Um, But I got that and my little bagel with avocado and had my healthy fats, my coffee, and I'm all hyped up and I'm all ready to go to talk to you guys today about something that I am really passionate about and honestly feel really strongly about because I've had so much experience with this. So gut health is going to be what we're covering today, all about gut health. Guys, I've literally dedicated so much of my education at the University of Kentucky to gut health. Anytime that we have research papers, um, uh, we just had a really, really long literature, 10-page review paper I completely did about gut health. So I truly am really educated on this. By no means am I an expert. I'm not saying that at all, but I have set aside a lot of my personal time to research gut health, to research remedies for extreme bloating, for bad diet digestion uh, for people with irritable bowel syndrome like me, which we will get into. And so I really wanted to dive deep into this topic with you guys because I posted a TikTok not too long ago and it was like the best remedy for gut health. Um, I can link it in the show notes and it kind of blew up. It got like 150,000 views and like a ton of likes and people saying, I tried this and it helped me so much. Like, this is amazing. This is incredible. And so I know there's a lot of you out there that are struggling with bloating and it really discomfort, uncomfortable digestive issues where things just won't get moving. And I want to help you because I've been there and it sucks. And when I have bad digestion, I literally just want to lay in bed and like not move. Like when it's really, really bad and you just feel so distended and like bloated out to the ceiling, you just want to lay down. You want to throw on your boyfriend's sweatpants. Like you you don't want to be out. You don't want to be in anything because it just feels disgusting. And It's honestly just really affected me in my life because I was diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome when I was in my early teens. I can't remember the exact age. Like you guys know, I have the worst memory in the entire world. So I'm so sorry about that. But it was in my early teens. I was diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome and I really, really struggled with it. I just would eat certain foods that would trigger me and flare me up. I would be so bloated, like couldn't go to the bathroom. That's such an uncomfortable feeling. 
And over the past few years kind of dealing with this, I have learned remedies. I've learned how to prevent having really bad IBS flare-ups. I've learned what to do when it happens. Um, A lot of my IBS personally and just digestive issues happen when I'm stressed or anxious. And so we're going to get into that too. You know, what do you, what do you do when you're like literally just miserably emptying your guts out because you are so stressed and anxious and then on the flip side what do you do when you are like super super constipated and you can't go to the bathroom and you feel miserable um or just like if you have bad digestion digestion in general we are going to go there i am going to give you all the juicy tips all the tricks talk about my experiences with it uh situations and things that have heightened it um and have maybe made it worse and we are going to dive into it all so i hope you guys don't mind that ellie's not here today um i hope you learn a lot from this episode i hope that it really resonates with you because it's really, really important. I mean, we have seen so much evidence tying gut health to mental health, tying gut health to so many different things, overall health in general. So it is a very, very important thing. And let's go on and dive in. So let's get right on into this topic of gut health, of digestion, all of the things. I am sitting in the podcasting studio, really, really comfy, just sipping on the Starbucks coffee and ready to dive deep into one of my favorite subjects. So if you want, maybe take a moment, grab your coffee, uh, you maybe your morning orange juice, your smoothie from the press, like whatever it is, and chill with me. Let's chat. This is going to be a really good episode for a lot of tangible tips. So if you want to take out your phone, maybe your notes app, maybe like speak some notes into your phone, type them, whatever you want. Um, This is going to be a really good episode for that. So definitely recommend it. So like I said before, I was diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome in my early teens. Don't remember exactly when. I do remember though specifically a time frame when I was on cheerleading on Team USA when I was I guess I was 15 then yeah I was 15 years old and that's when it was really really bad because I'd also kind of changed up my diet and so it heightened and I was incorporating a lot of vegetables because I had went vegetarian and if you have ever gone vegetarian like you will understand this it is a lot like all of those vegetables on your digestive system at once is a lot like let me tell you I was taking these little um, pills from Whole Foods called Venusis they're just digestive enzymes and to help me digest my food I was doing everything but I was just so bloated and like gassy and distended and like miserable feeling um and I was moving I was working out like every day I mean we would have practice like sometimes on the weekends twice a day and so I was like what is happening so those digestive enzymes really helped me a lot in that phase and also kind of scaling back and implementing fiber um at a very gradual pace because I kind of went all in so if you have kind of just transferred to a plant-based diet I would maybe try to slowly integrate a lot of fiber and vegetables so if you're struggling with that 
I've been there. Um, and the digestive enzymes help so much if you have trouble tolerating Brussels sprouts. I know that's a really common one that people get flared up with or beans. Um, digestive enzymes really help to break down those foods. So I kind of had that issue then. And that was a phase of my life where the digestive enzymes were helping drinking water. I was moving. And so that kind of phased out. Then flash forward to freshman year of college. I have talked about this so many times, like so many times. Um, I just had a lot of unhealthy habits and behaviors freshman year of college, um, as I feel like so many people do have unhealthy behaviors freshman year of college. I mean, you're like 18 years old, just out for your first time. You have all this freedom, all of this like all of these options of things you can do, going out all the time, getting food all the time. Um, right next to my dorm was Girls, Girls, Girls Burritos, which I would always love to go get. Um, the Press, which is healthy food. It's really, really good. Uh, local taco. I mean, if you go to UK, then you will know all of these places and you'll get what I'm saying. But it's easy to make those unhealthy decisions and um, not all of those are unhealthy, but it's just easy to eat out a lot more and your diet's changing and honestly, everything's changing. You even have some hormonal shifts then. And so freshman year, I was doing it all. I was going out, I was eating a barely anything and then I was eating fast food and I was vegan still like not it was a hot mess so my gut health was a literal nightmare like when I say it was a nightmare I it was awful um I have spoke about this before about how much I struggled freshman year with my health but my hair started falling out I like was so so tiny like way too skinny um nauseated low energy just awful really really bad so I sought out a dietitian and um ended up building like a really good relationship with her which is awesome and she really helped me so much and she was like Lily I think that you are having some issues like with your gut health and your hormones so we tested my hormones and sure enough hormones were completely off and so was my gut health because my digestion was awful and at that point in my life with my IBS everything was going right through me like literally and let me tell you, alcohol also influences this, um, things going just right through you. And so she was giving me all of these tips and tricks on how to help my hormone levels and also how to help my gut health. And so over those next six months, I'd say this was the spring of freshman year when I really decided to make a change. I decided I was going to dive deep into my gut health. I was changing, implementing balanced meals, like doing all the things, calming down on going out because I was sick of feeling that way. I was sick of just feeling terrible and disgusting all the time um and also just feeling low on energy and so that's when I really decided I wanted to dedicate a lot of my research and time at UK kind of looking into gut health and the gut microbiome uh even the connection to mental health and all of those things and so this is when I really discovered the importance of gut health like before that I knew I had IBS and I knew like what my triggers were and I knew what I needed to do but I didn't know like really realize or understand just how important your gut is and what all it does for you and so yeah that kind of just shot me right into getting into gut health and looking into everything and so now I kind of want to talk to you guys about a few of the things that I have learned on this gut health journey um, because it's been a wild one and it's still ongoing like obviously I'm still 
looking for different tips and tricks and things and researching and like gathering all the tips and all the things. And so um, that's just kind of an outline of my whole experience, my gut journey, all of those things. And one of my main trigger foods was issues with veggies, as I said. And so the thing that helped the most with that, I can't stress this enough, is a digestive enzyme. So if you feel like you are having foods like Brussels sprouts or identifying these foods that are like really just killing your stomach when you eat them, like you know what they are. Um, my best friend and my roommate, one of hers is dairy. She also has bad IBS, which is kind of funny um, that we both have it, but hers is dairy. And so she knows, you know, she needs to like take some digestive medicine when she eats that or like avoid it so just identifying those trigger foods um and knowing what to do when you eat those trigger foods because let's face it like sometimes I just want to eat brussels sprouts or I want to eat black beans that's another huge trigger food for me um but but like you know it's going to come with digestive repercussions so keeping digestive enzymes has been a huge help for me at least and so I will definitely link my favorite brand in the show notes we will put it on the Instagram um, I know they're at Whole Foods Amazon those are I mean I mainly get it at Whole Foods but I definitely know they have them on Amazon if you want them so now we are going to kind of dive into the bloat section because I know I know I know a lot of you have issues with bloating who does not have issues with bloating I mean, I have bad issues with bloating, like I feel like everyone does and not everyone wants to talk about it. Everyone just wants to flex and suck in and like engage their apps on social media and be like, yeah, like this is, this is what I look like all the time. No, you don't. Like I've seen a couple of influencers kind of do, um, this is in pictures like Instagram versus reality, which I appreciate. And I like that. But the reality is we all bloat. Everyone bloats. Um, we all have issues with bloating, but some are worse than others. You know, at the end of the day, when I go to bed at night, I'm bloated because I ate food that day and my body hasn't had the chance to digest it all and like that's normal to be a little bit bloated at night like you're obviously not going to have a completely like your normal flat stomach when you wake up in the morning or however you look in the morning that's just like not going to happen at night so I just want to kind of clear that up and make sure that you understand that that's normal because I really don't think that's talked about a lot and I know in the past I've gone to bed sometimes and like wow I just feel like I look so big and like I've been insecure, like unconfident about it. It's literally bloating and it's so normal, but no one likes to talk about it, of course, like, because who wants to advertise that? But I'm here to break that barrier for you. So we all bloat. Now, bloating where you're bloated 24-7 all day, you're uncomfortable, your stomach's just so wide and you feel like you don't even want to walk or move. That's what I'm talking about. I have had that that's kind of like IBS bloating now you can be bloated and still like functioning and moving um I mean in both of these cases you're still moving and functioning it just feels a little bit harder but you can just be bloated all day and have no pain and you're just like why am I bloated so for both of those scenarios I'm going to talk you through kind of why that happens but also tips and tricks on what to do to prevent that I have a method that I call the magic trick for me this is what I found and I could help essentially if you are bloating all day just know that is not normal and you should not have to go about your life living life that way like feeling gross and like just feeling icky like all of the time if you feel this way you know what I'm talking about it just sucks and so if you're bloating all day 
if you feel extremely bloated all day, it's not normal. And I have experienced this so much just since my early teens. So with that, I have a ton of tips and tricks for you, like literally a ton. So I am going to just start with outlining my gut health morning routine for you and kind of what I do on a daily. And then I'll dive into kind of some specific tips and tricks to relieve bloating, to aid, to help all the things. So Diving in, this is my ideal gut health morning routine. Note that this does not happen every single day. I'm not a perfect human every single day. Like, I'm sure neither are you. Uh, Like, we all aim to get up at five or six or seven and have the morning routine and drink the water and like do all the things but does it happen every day no so this is my ideal routine and I try to be as consistent as possible with this but with that being said I just want for you to know you know take it with a grain of salt because this isn't every single day so my morning routine aimed for helping my gut keeping my gut healed and keeping my digestion good throughout the day starts with as soon as I wake up so as soon as my eyes open my Alexa is blaring um like my alarm I'm like Alexa off I turn around my salt rock lamps on I have my huge Stanley cup filled with ice water and chlorophyll so I put chlorophyll and ice water the night before in my big Stanley cup and it's ready right there for me to take five big gulps I'm being very specific I know we know that I like specificity though so I take a big gulps of my Stanley cup of the chlorophyll water because when I start my day drinking a lot of water I feel like I will do it throughout the day no if I forget the whole morning and I'm like whatever whatever it just gives me more of the mentality to be like to like brush it off and like not do it so I really try to make it a point as soon as I roll over to grab the Stanley cup and to start chugging. So start the night before, maybe you prepare your big glass of water and you keep it by your bed. It's going to help you. I promise. So from here, I usually get up out of bed and I go straight to working out. Um, like pretty much every day. I don't have time to work out in the evening, so I get that not everyone can do this, but I do think it is really beneficial to move your body in the morning in some way, shape, or form, whether you're walking to class, whether you get out and walk your dog, uh, you just move, you stretch at your apartment, do some yoga. Like I know that sounds basic, but whatever you can do, I recommend moving in the morning because that's what's really going to get your digestion moving. Especially, I found that when I'm working out fasted or moving fasted, it really helps to get things moving faster than when I eat first thing in the morning and then there's already stuff my body has to digest. I find it's a little bit easier for my body to kind of clean itself out when I move first thing in the morning and work out fasted. So I go to my workout that's typically Pilates or I go to the gym and I love both of those things. They really, Pilates especially is good in my opinion because it stretches me stretches me out and stretching is really, really good for your digestion and getting things moving around. So if you didn't know that, now you know. So I go to Solicore and from there I will try to drink as much water as possible the whole way there I have my ice roller in my left hand my water in the other I'm like driving there I'm like racing there because I you know leave at the very last minute like who doesn't in the mornings it's like we all put everything off um so I'm chugging my water I have my ice roller I'm headed to my workout and I typically will work out 
come back home and then I really try to make it a point to fix myself another water and at this time I'll put chia seeds in it some chlorophyll and sometimes lemon um, and a hack with lemon water if you've never been someone who can really get on lemon water because and we've seen it all over TikTok like we've seen it all over literally everything um the, like drink lemon water like it's I feel like it's literally the biggest trend in like because it rightfully so because it has a lot of benefits but I feel cringe saying it sometimes because I feel like it's so basic but it really does help with your digestion because lemon is acidic and so it really is good and healthy for you so I really recommend drinking lemon water if you can whether it's hot or cold I typically like it cold I am a person where I have to have my water freezing freezing cold um with very specific ice cubes I yeah I'm kind of crazy don't ask me why so Anyways, a little hack for lemon if you kind of struggle drinking your lemon water, getting that in, is to make lemon ice cubes. My mom actually taught me this and I love her for it. Like she always has the best tips and tricks. So what you do is you take an ice cube tray from Amazon and I will link this below, um, put it on the podcast story, whatever note for Lily when you're editing um I will squeeze some lemon lemon juice like I've get multiple lemons from Trader Joe's or wherever um and squeeze them into the little ice cube trays and so all you need because lemon's like so potent is just one of the ice cubes and you just pop it in your water and it melts in and it's like really really good um and also it's annoying when you put a lemon in your water and the seeds get in it or like squeezing the lemon in and the seeds get in it um it that's just annoying like no one wants seeds in their water no one wants to like drink out of their wide stanley cup straw and get a large seed like no one wants that so that's a little tip for drinking lemon water if it's kind of hard for you to get on that train if it just feels inconvenient and annoying so i have in that cup again the chlorophyll the chia seeds and the lemon water it's full to the brim i'm sipping this as i'm getting ready i'm sipping this as i'm making my breakfast i am sipping this as i'm making my bed because i'm just going to be honest typically i make my bed after i get home not first thing so i'm just chugging my water and making it a point to sip this water throughout the whole time that i'm kind of getting ready and moving around my room and all those things so that's really really important to stay hydrated because guys i know everyone says it like this is a repetitive thing to drink water but your digestive tract like your stomach your intestines they can't operate without water so if you're not having water to like keep those things moving and going then your digestion is going to halt and you're going to get constipated because there's no water there to keep things moving and to get things out of you like it just makes sense so really try to drink water I know it sounds basic but it's true so from then I will typically have my coffee and before that I've had like an Alani new I usually only take like four sips of them in the morning which is terrible I know but um that plus a coffee is just too much and I savor my morning coffee so I want it uh, I know not everyone drinks caffeine, but this is just speaking from my experience. The coffee that I have at this point kind of kicks my digestion into gear. So caffeine really will get things moving. It speeds up your metabolism. So if you are not a caffeine person, if it makes you anxious, then, um, you know, this is not totally necessary. But if you do like caffeine and you like to drink coffee or have an energy drink or whatever it is, I would really recommend drinking your caffeine before you eat your breakfast. So that way it has a chance to go through you, get things moving, speed up your metabolism, all the things. So I have my caffeine, then I have my greens powder. So I promise we're almost done, guys. Just hang in there. I know it sounds like a lot, um, but really I'm running 50 different directions. 
So greens powder, I use the Alani New brand. I posted this on my TikTok, on my Instagram. I got a million questions about it. It is the Alani New greens. They taste really good. They taste sweet. They're healthy for you. Um, I will link them also. So all of this stuff will be linked and noted. The Alani New Greens are absolutely incredible tasting. It's refreshing to have first thing in the morning. And like, I don't know if this is just me, but greens just make me feel really healthy when I have them first thing in the morning. Like, they make me feel really good and healthy and happy. So, love the greens. Have the greens all the time. Um, so, I have those with ice cold, ice cubes, water, a straw, sip on my greens while I'm like finishing up getting ready. And I also sometimes like to pop a little lemon ice cube in with that as well because it just gives it a little kick you know sometimes greens is kind of like an intense taste and so if greens are a lot for you I would definitely recommend adding the lemon and so I'll sip on that and then once I've had all of that I will make breakfast and typically my breakfast is eggs I like to do two eggs sometimes I'll do one piece of sourdough toast but it just kind of depends um but I find eggs really do well on my stomach first thing and protein helps with satiety too so I have my breakfast and by that point I just feel like my digestive tract is cleaned out I've usually gone to the bathroom by then and I'm feeling good um just from all that movement and all those things and so that's kind of the point where I sit down and eat breakfast and I take the time to relax and eat breakfast. Like I'm really, really trying not to just shove food down my throat and I try to be mindful of it and just try to be really calm and relaxed throughout that whole time. So that is kind of an outline of my morning routine aimed for gut health. Um, it, and yeah, it, I'm not perfect every day. You know, obviously I do these things consistently or I wouldn't see results from it. Um, and I would also have a bad GI tract, let me tell you. But it, it feels really good when I live my life this way and when I hit these milestones and do these routines. And I know it can be really, really hard to stick to these habits that you set for yourself. And we will definitely get into um, that after we talk about specific tips. I'll kind of teach you how to implement those and how to plan for those and not just blow them off and be like, oh, I intended to drink my greens this morning, but I always forget because like we all can. But with that being said, that is my whole morning routine with all of the gut health things, all of the specifics. And now I kind of want to get into specific tips with you guys, my specific methods that I found really work for me when you're really bloated and you need to like relieve yourself or just even prepping in general and like just prepping to not be bloated and kind of putting that off um, and, and just, yeah, try not to be bloated in the first place. So a few specific tips I have for you. So we talked about drinking a lot of water. That is really, really important, even though it's annoying, specifically the lemon chia seed water. I know I mentioned I drink that in my morning routine, but I kind of want to kind of go into a little bit more depth there because the chia seeds are really, really important. So chia seeds actually get really thick and gelatinous. <laughs> The word gelatinous is kind of funny, like gelatinous. Anyway, they get really jelly. 
And so what they do is they go down in your GI tract and they kind of cleanse things out because they're big and they're jelly-like and so they're moving things through. So the chia seeds are really, really important. And I actually posted the TikTok I was mentioning earlier um, that really blew up and a lot of people said this tip really worked for them with the chia seed lemon water. Um, And if you wait a couple hours, if you just drink that chia seed lemon water fasted and uh, let me tell you, you will like, you'll be experiencing some serious cleanse that's almost like a seven day juice cleanse results in like two hours so that is just a side note but the lemon chia seed water is really going to help with your digestion I highly recommend drinking water in general and also implementing those chia seeds I know they can be a little expensive um, but if you get them on Amazon I get mine at Costco because I consume them so much it is way cheaper to get them at Costco or Sam's Club than to go to Target or Whole Foods and Trader Joe's has pretty affordable prices on that too but yeah definitely the water the chia seeds the lemon huge huge tip and another thing that I think is really underrated it's discussed but it's underrated is moving and stretching so I kind of discussed how I implement that in my morning routine by I go I go to Pilates um, and that kind of stretches me out and moves my body and gets my digestive tract going so moving and stretching is really really important especially if you're in like an IBS flare-up or like a really really bloated distended terrible feeling episode moving your body doing some squats um, doing some different poses there's yoga with the Adrian on YouTube I'm pretty sure it is I've done some of her yoga sessions before when I'm just really feeling like gross and like I need to move yoga is really really good especially if you're feeling so gross that you like don't even feel like working out because I've definitely been in that position so stretching and moving can really get things moving you know doing some twists uh the obliques at solid core when we do that it always gets me twisting always gets my body moving and so that is super super good for my digestion So now I feel like this is going to be the highlight of this episode, this gut magical trick. And you guys are getting this little secret because I am announcing something really, really soon. And this little gut trick is going to be in it. And you guys get it firsthand here. So you are welcome. The gut health trick that has dramatically improved my gut health, like seriously, so dramatically improved it. I'm about to get into it. Um, But this trick is especially helpful, not for day to day, but this is helpful for when you are having those really bad episodes. So like your IBS is terrible. You don't even want to move. You can't go to the bathroom. You're miserable. You're sitting there like, I can't do this. I can't stand this. This is for one of those bathroom floor moments. Um, when you're just like, oh my gosh, I feel miserable. So here it is. Now, let me just preface this really fast that this is going to be super uber specific. So I hope that you like uber specific because like this is giving it to you. So when I'm in those really uncomfortable episodes, what I do is this happens over the span of like 12 hours, I would say. So starting the night before when you're having the IBS, whatever, like when you're feeling really gross, that night, what you're going to want to do is drink the chia seed lemon water mixture. But this is going to be really, really specific, guys. You have to do it exactly like this. So you're going to want to do about eight ounces of water, um, squeeze the juice of a lemon or do a lemon ice cube. And then you're going to want to do two tablespoons of chia seeds and you're going to let set for about five minutes so it can get really thick and gelatinous and like ready to go down your GI tract and just cleanse everything out like it works. Trust me on this. Um, So you want to let it set. 
and then you want to chug that mixture. So this is the night before you want to chug that mixture. Um, and so what that's going to do is overnight, it's going to really get in there and really work to cleanse things out. And it's going to give your body time to, uh, to kind of rest and give it time to go in while you're fasted and cleanse things out. So make sure this is right before you're about to go to bed. You don't want to do this and then eat something. So you have that, you wake up the next morning and then you, the first thing you're going to want to do is have caffeine on an empty stomach. So whether that's a couple sips of Lani New, a coffee, um, half a coffee, whatever it is. In this case, if you're really sensitive to caffeine, you might want to do like half a coffee or half an Alani New or half an energy drink, like whatever your source of caffeine is. So you want to do that. And then what you're going to want to do is a fasted workout. So whether it's yoga, like we talked about on YouTube, Pilates, you can find on YouTube stretching. Uh, Reformer Pilates is my favorite thing to do because you're twisting, you're turning, you're stretching your body so much. I'll even show up a little earlier when I'm really bloated and I will kind of do my own stretching routine and that seems to help a lot. Um, maybe it's cycling, running, jumping, just moving your body fasted with that in you because it's going to cleanse you out. So at that point, that might work for you. That might have cleansed everything out. You might be mid-workout, like running to the bathroom. It's not like super dramatic, like laxative or anything. Don't worry, but you're going to have to go. Um, so by that point, it might have worked for you. Sometimes it does for me. Sometimes it still does not. And it's, you know, by that point, I'm like, what is going on with your body? Like, stop it. So if it's still not working, I will have caffeine again after I work out, which is kind of also my normal routine because, like I said, I have a few sips of Alani New before my workout, and then I will go and have a coffee. And so when I get back, I'll have that coffee, and then I will just be chugging that water. Like I said, I'll be chugging that water with the chlorophyll, um, and sometimes I do more chia seeds, sometimes I don't, just depends, um, and the lemon. So just chugging that water the whole time I'm getting ready, having the greens also. I don't think the greens is necessary here, um, to make this work, but I will also do that, um, which also helps. And by that point, I will wait an hour and then I will introduce breakfast. So then once you introduce your breakfast and it goes through you, it's going to really be like, okay, digestive tract, kick in gear, like start working, like come on, let's go. And so by that time you eat, it's going to like push everything out of you. Um, and so sometimes it will take me getting to the point of eating breakfast and then I'll be walking to class and be like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I'm about to just be completely cleansed and feeling better. So sometimes it takes that long. Sometimes, like I said, right after the workout, I'm like, okay, yeah, like good to go. But I'm telling you, if you do this when you're just really feeling bloated and miserable, you are going to feel so much better. You're going to feel so much more amazing. Like energy levels are going to be so much better because you're not going to feel bloated and bleh and gross and awful. And like no one likes that feeling. Honestly, it's the worst. And like we've all felt so insecure and bloated and awful and honestly I forgot to mention this earlier but when I was living alone um which by the way was the best part of my life I will be living alone in an apartment again because it's just so much fun if you haven't done it this is your sign to do it but when I was living alone after my freshman year of college in Lexington I went through a phase where at, like I was extremely bloated it was the most bloated I've ever been if I can find a picture I'll put it on the Instagram it was awful like I was waking up in that pain every single day every single day rinse and repeat I did not get a break I went on vacation with one of my best friends I'll never forget this um we went to Rosemary Beach um like Seaside Seagrove area 
I will the best place in the entire world. I love it. But we went there and I just like didn't even want to be in a bathing suit because I was just so felt so bloated and gross. I felt like anything I I would eat first thing in the morning, I'd wake up bloated, but then I'd eat like an almond and I would be like, like out to like, I, I felt like I looked pregnant. I literally felt like I looked pregnant and I know I have a picture because I was so miserable and I was like, I'm going to take this picture and look back on this when I'm out of this and I'm out of this pain and I've came through this pain and I can say like, oh, Lily, you healed yourself. You're finally better. Like you're not bloated. You're not miserable every single day. And so I know I definitely recorded that and I will try to share that with you guys. But it was the worst point of my life and I it ended up identifying was making me so bloated and fixed my gut by taking probiotics too, which we're about to get into. Um, but yeah, chickpeas and tofu I found were the worst foods ever in the entire world. I still but rarely eat them to this day and I love them, so it sucks. But yeah, I was eating way too many chickpeas and tofu that summer uh, and Lily doesn't do that anymore, long story short. So kind of segueing into the probiotics, prebiotics discussion, this is what I've centered a big chunk of my research on at UK. I actually just wrote this 10-page paper on it, did this whole literature review. That sounds so fancy. It was, yeah, it's, you know, last year of college, things you have to do. So I did all this research on prebiotics and probiotics and different strains and they have been shown to be so beneficial in improving gut health and improving weight status too. So in individuals who can't um, lose weight, like it's really, really hard for them to lose weight even though they're trying every single thing they can. Implementing a prebiotic and probiotic, which is also known as a symbiotic, um, is really, really good for helping your digestive system break down those foods and increase your metabolism, increase your energy expenditure. So therefore that can help you lose weight and have just a cascade of other benef- really beneficial effects. So I always recommend prebiotic and probiotic supplementation. I think it's so beneficial. I used to be a huge proponent of kombucha, which has live probiotics in it. And I still like it. I just don't drink it as much. Um, But it is really, really good. And so there's a couple of probiotics specifically that I like that I have used in the past that the dietitian I worked with my freshman year has recommended to me. So I will definitely link those. But yeah, obsessed with probiotics. They're absolutely incredible. They will work wonders for you. And I honestly can't think of, I know Symbiotica, I've heard has a really good one. But anyways, I will link those below. Note those on the Instagram, somehow get those to you all. And prebiotics as well are really, really good. And so what a prebiotic is, is it is foods that are going to encourage or some like substance that's going to encourage your body to promote the growth of the good gut bacteria. It's going to support the good gut bacteria while a probiotic is the live strain of bacteria. So I hope I'm explaining this correctly. Um, (laughs) It's kind of funny when I try to explain things because I talk a million miles a minute as we all know. But that's kind of the difference between prebiotics and probiotics, but they're both really beneficial. And I like to get those in through a bunch of different ways. Um, They make like specific prebiotics. Um, A lot of companies will have like prebiotic supplements too, where they will just kind of like put, um, they'll have a prebiotic and those are really good. So some simples of some good prebiotics are um, like garlic, which I have garlic all the time. I cook with garlic so much. Like it's so good. I love garlic. 
um, and onions are really good. I constantly throwing onions in with veggies, sauteing them, mixing them, bananas. I always have those in my smoothies. Um, just pure cocoa powder is really good. Love to throw those in my smoothies. I'll include some more on the Instagram as well and throw those up, but those are just a few to note. Maybe you could throw a few bananas in your smoothie. Maybe you could throw some cacao powder and make like a banana, a banana vanilla um, chocolate like milkshake kind of smoothie and maybe I can even put a recipe up for you guys but that would be a really good kind of prebiotic smoothie and then for probiotics maybe you have your probiotic in the morning I will usually take mine um, with my supplements that I take every morning I'll just have my probiotic along with my EPAs and DHAs which is um, essentially just fish oil and so it's healthy fats and you guys know how big of a proponent I am of those also good for your gut health so yeah every morning I'll have my probiotic supplement my prebiotic smoothie my healthy fat supplement I'll have all those things and I think that that really really has helped my gut health and I think that's really helped me to see a difference like a huge difference so prebiotics and probiotics extremely extremely important and if you guys have any other questions on that let me know I could do a whole deep dive I could do a podcast on prebiotic probiotic research because there's just so much of it I mean there's so many studies linking it to weight loss linking it to um, just better gut health in general and individuals with IBS, Crohn's, those type of autoimmune condition. I mean, so many good things with probiotics and prebiotics. So super, super important. Now, the last thing that I really want to touch on with you guys is how stress affects your gut health. And then I also want to get into some ways to implement these tips super fast. So I have never been a super anxious person I would say until last semester I um, had so much on my plate as I always do but I don't know something triggered in me and I kind of started to get a little bit anxious which is really weird Um, but when I would have these anxious episodes I would completely it's like my gut would just spill everything out like I know that's gross sorry TMI but it would like I feel like it felt like everything would just run straight through me and so really I think it's really important to hit on how stress and mental health can have a really strong impact on gut health and how it has taken me months to figure out ways to really calm myself down and really find ways to relax and not be so high paced and high strung as I am all the time as we all know running 50 million different places I've had to find ways to calm down because it, it just it was taking a big toll on my digestion and when everything's going through you like that you're not absorbing nutrients so it's really really important and one of the biggest ways I have kind of strategized to improve that is by getting in the sauna so I work at a sauna studio we have infrared sauna beds I get in the sauna the infrared lights really good and the sauna in general is just really good for me to relax read on my kindle unplug get off of my phone um so I just really wanted to quickly hit on that again I could do a huge deep dive on it and I know I'm sure me and Ellie will do a podcast on stress in the future and dealing with it and finding ways to relax because it takes a toll on your body in many other ways than just digestion and just like everything's going through you so with that being said just really try to find ways to relax whatever it is for you if it's the sauna if it's a meditation yoga like whatever it is taking drinking some hot sleepy tea at night I do that that's like kind of a ritual for me and it helps so much just to calm myself down relax and just prevent those flare-ups with digestion digestion and things going straight through you so 
Last little thing I wanted to get into before we end off this little solo episode is how to implement these things. So I've given you the tips. I've told you drink the greens, drink the chia seed, lemon water in the morning, like the chlorophyll, do all of the things, do the movements, do the workouts. But you might be sitting here like, Lily, this is a lot of information. How do I implement, like how do I, what the heck, how do I implement this? So yeah. This is a lot of information. I felt overwhelmed by health information before, but I would say pick out one or two things from this podcast you feel can be attainable for you to improve your gut health. Maybe you write down the tips. Maybe you write down the gut magic secret I gave you and you keep it in your back pocket for when you need it. But maybe you also implement those lifestyle habits to improve your gut health and you just take one or two. You know, you don't have to take everything I do and the psycho structured morning routine, the five gulps of water, but you know, you do what works for you and take from this what is going to help you. Now, a big way that I hit on these things and I stay on top of doing these habits for gut health is by planning out my morning the night before. So I recently got um, Lauren Bostick from the Skinny Confidential, her planner, her morning planner, and it has changed my life because now every night I strategically plan out my next morning and I strategically plan out exactly what I'm going to do, exactly what habits I want to hit, my meditation so I can de-stress, you know, my chlorophyll, lemon, chia seed water that I need to drink, one of those. Um, my workout, like all of those. And so I can take it off and check it off. And having that checkbox, like just getting it out of the way makes me feel so good. So I always write everything down because I feel like I'm way more likely to stick to something when it's written down, when it's out in the open and all the things. And so also... I think, you know, if you are not a person who likes to write things down, if you feel like, oh, I write something in my agenda and I never look at it again, I get it. Um, use your notes. I use Google Keep forever on my phone. I mean, I still do, just not for everything. But when I was in high school, I like religiously lived by Google Keep. And it's just an app that keeps track of checklists for you. You know, use your notes app. There's a habit tracker in the app store that people have raved about. I used it once and then I was like, this doesn't work for me. I need to write. So, you know, find what works for you to kind of help keep you accountable and keep you structured. So you're not just like, oh, it's noon and I'm just now remembering I forgot to drink my greens this morning and now my stomach's upset. So, yeah, just kind of like really planning ahead and having the intention there in the first place and reflecting on what is going to work best for you and your schedule to implement. You know, if you can't afford greens powder right now, but you can grab some chia seeds and water and some lemon, you know, do that, you know, do what works for you. And maybe you work up to buying the greens. I think that there's tips all over this episode that can be really, really attainable for you, no matter who you are, how much money you have, like anything, the resources, you can find a way to move your body. There's YouTube workouts. Um, if you don't, want to go somewhere and work out if you can't afford a membership or a packages anywhere definitely I mean I used to do Sarah's Day's ebook all the time in high school because I couldn't drive myself to the gym and there's so many resources out there for you if you just really look and take advantage of them and take advantage of these tips and I promise you once you start consistently drinking more water once you start consistently moving your body you will see a huge change and you will start to feel so much better now I do want to say a lot of gut health has to do with your diet and one day we will go right into 
everything with diet, every little specific micro thing. But in this episode, I really just wanted to give you guys kind of tangible tips and tricks on what to do when this is happening. But I do want to do a full on deep dive episode on how what you eat is affecting your gut health. And so changing your diet and, you know, implementing different things with your diet. And I think honestly, Ellie will have a lot of good tips and tricks on that too. So hopefully she can be on for that one as well, because I know she's also really passionate about gut health. So if you want to hear more on the diet side, let us know. We love to hear your feedback, of course. And Ellie is on maternity leave right now, but she will be back. And in the meantime, I have no idea when any of these episodes are going up yet because I haven't planned it out. But we are having some interviews. We are having some solos with me, mixing it up. We have some pre-recorded episodes with Ellie. So stay tuned in, guys. Stay tuned in. Turn our notifications on. Tune in with us every single Monday. We love it. Like the community of this podcast has grown so much and honestly exceeded all mine and both Ellie's expectations just the past couple months in general and it's crazy we've been doing this for almost five months it doesn't even feel like it because we both just love to do it so much and I love running into you guys at Starbucks on campus or out when I go out it's just it's so fun so always come up and say hi always give us feedback DMs are always open and we love you guys so much and I hope you guys enjoyed this solo episode. Like I said, I'm not going to overwhelm you with solos. You're not going to get too much of chaotic type A high energy low, I promise. So don't be afraid. But I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.